lost their lives for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards them with very high level. Hadith appears in Sahih Muslim that Ja'alallahu arwahahum fi jawfi tayrin khudri. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places the ruh, the souls of the mud, the martyrs, the shuhada. Allah places their souls into green birds. Tasrahul Jannah. They go move around in the different parts of Jannah. They are, have free rain to visit any part of Jannah. And at the end, when they want to take rest, then the isqanadil mu'allaqa bil arsh. They have golden lanterns, chandeliers that are attached to the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When they come to these lanterns, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they see how much they are enjoying the bounties, the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The request is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh my Allah, please we have the request of passing on the message to our brothers. Tell them that we are not dead, we are alive, we are enjoying the favors, the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I'll pass on that message to all the brothers. And the Quran, the ayat that we recite in the fourth juz of the Quran, وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتًا Those people who have met martyrdom in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Never for a moment you should think that they are dead. They're not dead. بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَنْقُونَ They are alive in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are being sustained. Very happy in jubilation. فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِ They're very happy. And the only worry and concern is those people who they've left behind must also get this reward. The shuhada, the desire is we must also become Shaheed. It's for this reason Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Hadith appears in Tirmidhi Sharif. Man mata walam yaghzu walam yuhadith bihi nafsa mata ala shu'batim min nifaq. That person who passes away, he did not participate actively in any battle and he did not even have the desire to even participate. Situations may restrict us due to our location and our citizenship and who we are and the politics of the world may restrict us. But nothing stops us from having the intention. If the day comes and I have to stand for the deen of Allah, I'm ready for that. To protect the kalima of Allah, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the message that we are enjoying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks these souls, these shuhada, these martyrs, listen, you enjoying all the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah. Is there anything tashtahun you really desire? I can maybe just give you an upgrade. Anything left in Jannah? Anything missing? Maybe there is something, there's a shortfall, not enough, haven't met the real desire what you wanted. You say, Ya Allah, how can there be anything to desire? When we've got free permissibility to travel the entire length and breadth of Jannah, there's nothing for us to ask for. And eventually they'll say, Allah, yes, there's one request. The bounties and the favors, endless. There isn't anything for us to desire. They'll say, but there's one thing, oh my Allah. If there's one sweetness we're really missing, we enjoy your bounties in its place, alhamdulillah. But there's a sweetness that we are missing. If we can just taste that sweetness one more time. Last one says, what more you want? You say, Ya Rabb, taruddu arwahana ila ajasadina. Please return our souls back to our body. We want to go back to the dunya so we can become shaheed marratan ukhra one more time. We just want to become shaheed again. So those that are meeting the martyrdom, 
There's no worry and concern. They are in the highest of stages and abodes, enjoying themselves. They worry actually is for us. Will we gain those darajat, those, state, those stages that they are enjoying? They're concerned we must also enjoy similar. In the time of Nabi Karim sallallahu Khabbab radiallahu anhu was a sahabi who suffered extensively at the hands of the kuffar in Makkah Mukarramah. Really they used to drag him on his back in Makkah Mukarramah. Open wounds used to be dragged on hot coal, charcoal used to be burnt, his back used to be burnt. This sahabi is narrating the incident, not any sahabi who's in the lap of luxury, not any person who's enjoying peace and serenity. The sahaba who were going through difficulty, they come to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa please make dua for us. It's really dire straits, difficult, trying, challenging times. Ask Allah to help and assist us. Nabi said, In previous eras and times, a person used to be bought. A person used to be brought, they'll take an axe. Nabi is talking about the previous umam and nations, that they would bring an axe and place it on his head. And that axe, they would tell him, if you don't forsake the deen of Islam and your iman, we will cut your body into two. They would cut his body. Nabi says, لا يصرف ذلك عن That wasn't sufficient enough a threat to turn him away from the deen of Islam. He's ready for that. A person used to be brought, and he used to be, يُمْشَطُ بِأَمْشَاطِ hadid مَدُونَ لَحْمِهِ وَعَصْبِهِ They would bring a comb of iron, iron comb, and they're ready to comb his body. The skin, the vein, the muscle used to be actually scraped out of his body. Nabi says, ما يصرف ذلك عن دينه He was so resolute and content with his iman, that never turned him away. Oh my sahaba, innakum qawmun tasta'jilun. Please don't rush. The help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the blood of the shuhada. Amongst the khasa'is and the specialities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the difficult mosquitoes wouldn't bite Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yet in the battle of Uhud, when his Mubarak Tut became Shaheed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tolerated it. That must happen. That ring of the armor that got lodged into the Mubarak cheek of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and caused the blood to flow. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed to happen. When Nabi sallam walked to Ta'if and the people stoned him and that blood was flowing and going onto the ground and Nabi sallam is wiping it, worried and concerned that the adab should not come too quickly. I want iman for the people of Ta'if. Allah accepted the blood to flow. Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the sacrifice of, the, his, of his creation. Allah loves that. When we give for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah loves when we give. When we give for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told Sahaba radiallahu don't rush. Ayat of the Quran, third para, second para, half, the, sec- the second half, the first, second page after that. Am hasibtum an tadukhulul jannah? O ummati muslima, inshaAllah, we learn Quran, we understand Quran, and we read Quran with meaning. When we read Quran with meaning, it's solace, it's comfort for every one of us. It's really a living message. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing the creation 
for time, forever, till eternity. I'm hasibtum. Do you think that entering Jannah is a walk in a park? It's going to be easy. وَلَمَّا يَأْتِكُمْ مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ خَلَوْ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ You will be tested like the people of the past. They were tested to that level and degree that they would ask, Ya Allah, they would ask the, um, the Nabi of the time, where's the help of Allah? Where's the help of Allah? When is the help of Allah coming? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah, sometimes we look, we see Allah, the people of Palestine, they're standing to protect Masjid Al-Aqsa. Ya Allah, the people of Gaza, it's only because they are Muslim, they are being attacked. Ya Allah, we believe in you and we allow all of this to happen amongst the different miracles that we are hearing of the mujahidun allah give them victory inshallah but amongst all of that we hearing this overwhelming news of so many loss of life and that comes that sometimes we ask and we beg ourselves ya allah i believe in you and we going through some so much allah subhanahu says your blood i love it allah inna nasrallahi qareeb the help of allah is very close remember if we Pass away a natural death. If me and you pass away a natural death, that's the system of Allah. That is the nizam of Allah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took my life away. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appreciates when we give our life for Allah. Not when Allah takes it away. When we give it to Allah, for martyrdom is an accomplishment. But a natural death is a system of Allah. If we want to accomplish, we have to be ready in whichever way to be to give our lives to the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wherever, however, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it possible, but we have this intention deep down inshallah. I want to become a shaheed and a martyr for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that is the war on the front lines of Palestine, Sudan, the different parts of the world. But what about the war that we need to be worried about? Yes, at the moment there's loss of land, there's loss of life, and many innocent children, infrastructure, Brothers, sometimes we think to ourselves that is it just going to be one collection drive and just one march and slogan now? And what about who's going to pick up the pieces post-war? After the war, when we've got orphans with no children, with no parents, and we've got old people with no breadwinner in the house, and we've got ladies who are widows with only one child and they don't leave the house to work, then who's going to take care of that? And those hospitals and those shops, and those homes that have been bombed and raised to the ground, who's going to bring back and build up those cities back for the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam? So Nabi Akareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the 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 that is that war. What about our war? Our war is the attack of the. So that is the war zahiran, the outer war we see, the subtle war, the hidden war that we are all not seen is the attack of iman of every one of us. The attack on the iman of every individual. We need to be guarded on that front. Make sure we've got our guard, we are up, and we are ready for this for this challenge. Remember the kufar, they don't need you to become mushrik. They don't require you to become kafir. All they require you is to doubt one command of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa One command, you doubt it. فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتَ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ A person's iman is not complete until and unless he does not wholly and fully submit himself to the deen of Allah. 
Allah, if this is the command of the Quran, if this is your command, the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi I'm happy with it. I'm happy with that command. So what about that war? Or are we still like doubting? Listen, interest was for the past. The people of the past, the system was really abusive. Today it's a happy giver, a happy taker. So it shouldn't be really a problem. And how about the Muslim who still feels, Mulana, why are we becoming so, you know, all these nutty small things of hijab? That was in the time of Nabi Wasallam. Those were pretty people. Hijab is not for us. Now we must try to adorn ourselves with hijab, but if we're falling short, oh, never mind. It's okay, I'm coming, I'm performing my salah, I'm giving my zakat, I go for umrah every year. I'm having the poor people. So that is the, the, the word that we have to be very, very on guard about and careful and have our finger on the pulse and one real area of attack on our children and the future. Sometimes we sitting back, we're very busy or we're gone for some function and we leave the gadgets to the children. So to occupy them, so they're not troubled, they will not nag, they're not uh, uh, alone, they won't trouble anyone. So we give them the gadgets. They're going to be watching whichever reel and whichever movie or whether it's even an innocent cartoon, even an innocent cartoon. We have to even be careful, subhanallah. Today you go to the shop, you know, they used to be Although not permissible. They used to be dolls. Either it's a male, meaning you get a female Barbie doll, and you get a male, a man, with the boy will play with a, with a boy, and there's a girl. Now you walk to the shop, you know it's a boy or a girl, this is a doll, or it's a man, it's a girl. And this has been sold off the shelf. Imagine if the child is watching this, you may not buy it. You say, Na'udhu Billah, Astaghfirullah, LGBTQ, how can it come in my house? You'll stand up and you'll be against it. And you won't allow that to be bought and brought into your house. But your child is watching it and that message is going in. That there is nothing wrong with it. Papa allowed me, they said, I can watch. So when that message gets in and your son now grows up and he doesn't want to get married and you can't understand why. But why you don't want to get married? All your friends are getting married. Then go back to the drawing board and we see the problem was ourselves. But that was the attack of Iman. Very subtle. We did not detect it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. So the people of Palestine and Palestine, yes, we're all standing. We're in solidarity. We're worried. We're scared. We're making dua. Salatul qurud. Allah give all of us tawfiq, inshallah, for fajr salah we hear as we are for juma salah. So we all can say, I'm into the Salatul Qunut. The Qunut is for the for those that are oppressed. But how many here to say, Amin to that Salatul Qunut? When we're asking for help, asking to draw the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be as it may, Nabi Sallallahu we will cry for the person whose, whose house has been bombed, for the journalist who saw his entire family become shaheed. We will cry for all of them. Are we crying for our neighbors? that are not coming for the Fajr Salah. Nabi Sallallahu has said, Man fatathu salatun. In Bukhari Sharif, Salatul Asri. In other books of Ahadith, that person who misses one Salah, Nabi Sallallahu says, This person has, as if he has lost his entire belongings and his life. Consider him dead. He lost his family. He's someone you need to go and comfort him. Speak to him. He's lost everything. So the person who's lost in Palestine, we're crying for. But the person who's not coming into the masjid, are we crying for him? Are we crying for ourselves? It's easy to talk that we want to join the forces and help. 
We need to conquer ourselves before we conquer the enemy. We need to conquer ourselves before even thinking of walking and marching to conquer the enemy. So the entire effort starts at home. It starts with us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us tawfiq. In the battle of Uhud, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appointed 50 sahaba radiallahu anhum. This mountain pass, we all go for Umrah, we look at the battlefield and we look at Mount Uhud and we look at how the entire battle played out. You go for ziyarat and someone explains to you, we know the incident, our children even learn it, that in that battle, Nabi Sallallahu positioned 50 Sahaba radiallahu anhum. This guard, this pass, irrespective. Whatever you see happening, you don't move from this position. If you move from this position, that will be the defeat of the Muslims. Sahaba radiallahu anhum, after seeing that the kuffar are retreating and running away, this booty available, the spoils of war, I mean, why do we stay? Let's go for the spoils of war. Some of them, difference of opinion, some stayed amongst them, and some left their position and post. When they left the guarding post and they came down, there was an apparent setback. That's when the Sahaba radiallahu lost a lot of life. When Khalid, who was not yet radiallahu who came from behind, he saw a loophole and he attacked. Launched and attacked, and that was the life of many Sahaba radiallahu anhum. But the lesson for us is the Ummah. Nabi Sallallahu has also given every one of us a position and a guarding post. We've all got a spot. If we leave that spot, the kuffar will attack us. And our spot is not the mountain pass. Our spot is the safful awwal and the sufuf of the masjid. If we guard the safs of the masjid, we be protected and we stand united as an Ummah in the masjid, the kuffar will never penetrate us. And this is exactly the, the question the rabbis are still asking. That what's the Muslim percentage at Fajr Salah? Then we know whether we are in line of victory or not. If the, it is not like the Jumu'ah Salah, there's no worry as yet. If it's around the 10, 15, 20%, even 30 and 40%, it's not yet a worry and a threat for us. When the Fajr Salah is brimming and it's booming and the crowds are huge and everyone's coming like every other Salah, now we need to be worried for those people. They even know. Allah give all of us the tawfiq insha'Allah. The effort starts here in the masjid. On our own hearts in the time of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ten sahaba radiallahu anhum. Nabi some selected them because some new Muslims came, some tribes, and they said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, we knew, we want to learn Islam, Quran, etc. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam chose 10 sahaba radiallahu anhum, go with them and teach them the deen of Islam. So those sahaba radiallahu anhum went, the entire incident is really amazing. Not time to discuss the whole thing, just a few pieces of it we take, snippets, benefit for us insha'Allah. As the sahaba are leaving, they are apprehended, surrounded, by another tribe, and though that tribe, as soon as 200 of the archers come, then Asim radiallahu, who was the leader of this group, and these 10 sahaba, immediately take refuge to the mountaintop. The 200 come and say, listen, come down, hat in hand, we will not kill you all. Asim radiallahu, who was the leader, said, Amma ana, myself, I'll never ever come down, I'll fight till the last. He says, okay, the rest of the sahaba say, we also ready to fight. Kufar attacked, seven of them become shaheed. Three are still surviving. Zaid bin Dathina, Qubayb radiallahu, and one more sahabi. So the three were taken into captivity. 
The people of Makkah, Mukarramah bought Hubeib radiallahu and the rest of the incident is familiar with us. Hubeib radiallahu was taken into captivity. Asim radiallahu, he was killed. Kufarsi, we need to look for his body. He killed someone in our family. We want to mutilate his body. He made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah protect me. He made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before the war. Oh my Allah, send a message to Nabi sallallahu the war is on. Nabi sallallahu receives the message via revelation. The, the dua of... Of Asim radiallahu was accepted. Nabi Sam is telling the people in, in Medina Tayyibah, Asim radiallahu and company have been attacked. Let's gather the armies and go. We need to give back up. So the, in, the reinforcements are going. Khubib radiallahu is brought, taken to Makkah Mukarramah. So the army, or rather the family that had bought him because they wanted to avenge the blood of one of their relatives who was killed at the hands of Khubib radiallahu, they, they took him into captivity. Subhanallah. Khubayb radiallahu says Sakina in his life. The narrator of the incident who later became a sahabi is saying, he says, Wallahi, I saw a miracle. He was actually holding a bunch of grapes in his hand, yet the markets of Makkah Mukarramah were not selling grapes. There's no grapes. And when we hear some of these incidents that are happening with the Mujahidun, 100% possible. It happened with Sahaba radiallahu. It happened with the, with the Mujahidun of recent times. Until now. Send his help. He's eating grapes. He's smiling. Eventually they decided, he asked one person, tell me when it's my time and you're going to uh, kill me. So he's whispered in his ears, listen today or tomorrow we're going to be killing you. He asked the people, please let me a razor. And he started shaving unwanted hair in preparation to meet Allah. Imagine the sakina. ثُمَّ أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ سَكِينَتَهُ عَلَىٰ رَسُولِهِ وَعَلَىٰ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ We may feel that that mujahid is suffering. He's in tama'nina, he's in ease and comfort and all smiles. So he shaved the unwanted hair. A child from the kuffar came and sat on his lap. Mother is shaking, she's trembling. Khubayb radiallahu says, Atakhshayna naqtula? You think I'm going to kill your innocent child? We Muslims don't do things like that. Listen, take your child away. I'll never kill an innocent life. I know you want to kill me, but never mind. Let it be, you'll take me. As they're about to take him, he says, Da'ni, usalli rak'atin, please. I want to read two rakats of salah. Only two rakats. Had it not been for the fear, you would have thought that I'm scared. I would have read wrong salah. But I can't read long salah. So he read a very brief salah, two rakats. The sunnah of the mujahid performing two rakats before martyrdom started from Khubayb radiallahu. Awalaman sanna. The first sunnah started with Khubayb radiallahu. He read his two rakats of salah. And his couplets, amazing, wallahi. So much of message. He says, ما أشك إلى الله أشك غربتي ثم كربتي To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I complain that I'm all alone, I'm in isolation, there's no one here to help me. And to Allah I'm complaining my pain. And really the people of Gaza must be complaining to say, Allah, where's the ummah? Where's two billion Muslims? We two million only. Only if the surrounding areas of Gaza stand up, it's over. No one can stand up for us. Ma, so the Khubayb radiallahu says, Ma arsudul ahzabali min marsa'i. He says, I'm not waiting for the allies to come and help me. I'm waiting for no one to help me. And I'm not scared. And if you look at me smiling, فَذَلْ عَرْشِ صَبَّرَنِي عَلَى مَا يُرَادُ بِي He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just gave me this patience. It's Allah that has given me this patience. And I know what these people want to do. And whatever happens, وَذَاكَ فِي ذَاتِ الْإِلَهِ وَإِنْ يَشَأَ يُبَارِكَ عَلَىٰ أَوْصَالِ شَيْلٍ مُمَزَّعِ I'm ready for my body parts to be cut into pieces because I know it's for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Let it be, no problem. And he says that they gave me a choice. فَخَيَّرُونِ بَيْنَ الْكُفْرِ وَدُونَهُ وَالْمَوْتَ دُونَهُ They gave me a choice. Either you become kafir, we don't kill you. But if you choose to remain a Muslim, we're going to kill you. He says, my eyes tears. But I tell the kufar, I don't tear out of fear for death. I tear for fear of Jahannam. That's my worry. I'm scared about Jahannam. The mujahid, he said, I'm scared about Jahannam. I'm scared to, what if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to usher me into Jahannam? I'm not ready for that punishment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each one of us the tawfiq, that ability, that we have to conquer ourselves and make an efforts on ourselves. So we spoke about one is the, the outer war, the war that we see that's playing out in Gaza and in Palestine. But the subtle war is against our iman. So we can make efforts amongst ourselves, be concerned, make an effort on our iman. Salah is not in my life five times. Inshallah, five times salah I'm going to be performing inshallah. If whatever tenant or whichever sunnah of Nabi sallallahu is not in my life, I'm going to bring that in my life. Sometimes people really get, you know, baffled and say, Mulana, every talk you talk about iman, salah, is that the only thing? Isn't like jihad the solution of here? Listen to Abu Bakr radiallahu and then we terminate. The general of the army is sending a letter. He says, oh Abu Bakr, we 20, we 40,000, we 40,000, the kufar are 240,000. Listen, let's go back to the drawing board. I don't think so. Re-strategize. Let's not fight this. We outnumbered. We 40,000, they're 240,000. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu writes a letter back. He says, since when we won battles with numbers? Since when we won battles because of our artillery and our ammunition? Would Nabi Sallallahu the battle of Uhud, one camel, one horse rather, and we won the, ca- the, the battle of Uhud. Only one horse, we were taking turn. Nabi Sallallahu most of the time was on the horse. And then he gives golden words. He says, The one who's most obedient to Allah is the one who detests and hates sin. Tell him if every one of you hate sin and love Allah, you'll be victorious in the battle.